Bar, Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa Bay. And now it's time for Shut up and sit down. I'm a Beepock and Booberry. I started some mess. Dude, I saw like 15 <laughs> videos of that on like TikTok, like right after another. Oh my goodness. I, and, no, yeah. no words. I know. I cannot get on TikTok anymore because, uh, oh, oh, welcome to Paraprobe. Oh, oh yeah, welcome we should to probably guys. say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Chance, this is Jesse. Yeah, we're here, BSing. Yeah, That's what I, we do. I, and, and dude, I got to know, Susan, how'd you not know that was an ostrich? She knew. She knew, bro. She knew. <laughs> she knew about the emu. Oh, man. Anyways, how you been, bud? I've been doing pretty good, man. Been uh, banging stuff out, trying to get everything accomplished and done and uh, better our lives and search for the uh, Holy Grail. In the meantime, try to find a cure for cancer. You know, the basics you do on a Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no doubt. That's the end of the month. We haven't really talked much, so I don't know. Ooh, I gotta give a shout out to my buddy Gary Fisher, who as of yesterday is now retired from the Air Force. Oh wow! Yeah, so awesome on him, man! Congratulations. Yeah, you yeah. made it, bro. Yes, sir. Get that pension. Yeah, he put in some serious hardcore time, and he did some really cool stuff, man. So yeah, hardcore uh, or parkour? Uh, both. So uh, well, he does ghost hunting, so I'm sure he had to jump over a couple things here and there. So I guess parkour kind of comes <laughs> yeah, into play. Yeah, jump over the coffee table, don't run through the coffee table. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, long story short, yeah, he graduated yesterday, so Bravo Zulu graduated. <laughs> he retired. Yeah, he graduated to being a civilian. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, retired yesterday from the U.S. Air Force. So uh, congratulations, Gary, man. Awesome job, bro. Yeah. yeah. He's a he's a really really good guy, man. He you know I, I met him through the you know paranormal chains, you know going out and doing investigations and such, and doing events together and all that. Yeah, he's just an uh, just an all around really good guy. Paranormal chains. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, like, you know, the different, like, chains of stuff going on and all that. Branches? Yeah, whatever. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> Why do you always got to pull on my chain? Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, so moving on. Yep. So today we have a very cool topic we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're going to be talking about nuclear Ex- weapons and explosions and the aftermath. And the aftermath. And if you could even possibly survive My first sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't just pop your cherry, you blew it up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But yeah, with, uh, you know, Russia doing things, Ukraine doing things, and all this talk of... North uh, Korea doing things. <laughs> yeah, nuclear weapons and Iran and everything, which, uh, did you hear that uh, Iran apparently uh, hit Saudi Arabia? Really? They attack like Saudi Arabia or something like that. Like walk up and bitch slap or like No, know? like they fu- they, they bombed them. They Yeah, they they bombed them. Yeah. Okay. You tried to say bomb and it was like buh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to like turn into like a goat for a second. Buh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sheeple. Like, <laughs> great, you tried to say bomb and he had a stroke. <laughs> yeah. No, I I so I've spent way too long talking today, so most of my words have been used up. Oh, I only gotcha. have a certain amount of given words per day, and I'm probably going to use the rest of them up 
about halfway through the show, so be oh, prepared to do lots of talking. <laughs> okay, not a problem. <laughs> I, I could definitely do that, and I talk a lot. But yeah, no, um, they hit like the oil fields or something over in Saudi Arabia, and I'm um, storage tanks. There we go. Thank you, mom. My uh, my reporting on boots on the ground reporting. My mother. <laughs> 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 I get a picture of mom wearing fatigues, Kevlar. <laughs> yeah. No, um, they hit storage tanks over in Saudi Arabia. That on top of the um, attack on the Alabama pipeline, gas pipeline. Mm. So uh, be prepared, folks. Gas is going to go up again. Don't panic by Just uh, stay calm. Yeah. Imagine buy that. some beer. Gas <laughs> prices going up again. <gasps> yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. We need to start producing more, dude. Anyways, yeah. nuclear explosion. Yeah. So, you know... the. Here's the weird thing about nuclear explosions. All right. Some people always have this tendency to think that, like, and I guess it, it does fall back to, like, the bombings on, like, you know, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. You know, that these bombs, like, take out an entire city. Okay. Realistically, a lot of your tactical nukes are not going to take well, out an entire city. Let, let's break that down. Let's yeah. mansplain for a second. Because every time anybody says nukes, we start thinking of, like... Terminator and ICBMs and the Cold War and all that and yeah. Hunt for Red October, yada, yada, because that's what we're used to. I mean, that's what the boomers grew up with. That's what, you know, we've always been propagandized, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And that's not necessarily true. I mean, small nuclear arms are a thing. Think yeah. – um, what was that? Resident Evil, where they nuked that city. Like, just one single city. You know what? Going old school with that, actually going all the way back. Going all the way back, uh, Jesse's mic distorted, lots of static, not clear. Chance is okay. I'm okay. You're okay. Nobody likes you, Chance. <laughs> Nobody likes anybody. Go yeah. away. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but there's, uh, going back old school for, like, like you said, like, you know, for a, a more of a small arms tactical nuke, yeah. you know, for lack of a better term, is, uh, the movie Return of the Living Dead. Remember at the very end, they bombed the city. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and then on top of that, um, there's been, so, Russia, likes to build up their military like we used to because they have kind of and i'm not saying anything one way or another nobody take this the wrong way because i'm not trying to offend anybody and i don't care if i do anyway so anyways um there's been talk of them developing even smaller weapons like nuclear mortars oh yeah i mean i mean it falls back to the idea of the the dirty bomb and it is well not even that so that's a whole different scenario too because nuclear fallout is optional so the radiation, like at first you have some radiation, and yeah. I have a thing here because I found an amazing article from MIT about it. it it's their MIT newspaper, but they are de- developing like or have developed mm-hmm. like mortars almost mm-hmm. to where like boop, boop, poof, you know, and shoot it over the See, hill. See, we don't or even need a sound effects machine. We got yeah. you. Yeah, no, I that was pretty good. I got to work on my beatbox. I was, That's I was what I told you. Literally breaking out in the sweat, thinking I was getting mortified. Yeah, <laughs> mortified. <laughs> I am mortified. <laughs> good one. I like that. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. <laughs> but no, um, and then they have Murphs. It's basically, you know, you shoot a missile and it shoots out into itty bitty tiny missiles, like Iron Man, <laughs> like a Smurf. <laughs> itty bitty. It's all right to be. It's all relative. Bitty. That's how it got its name for a Murph. So, yeah. There you go. Well, I, I, it stands. It's an acronym, but whatever. Yeah. But they just, for the first time, used a type of um, missile like that to where mm-hmm. they shoot a missile and then it launches a bunch of little other missiles to do that. 
Yeah, and the very beginning of the very first Marvel movie, Iron Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they had the one where he fired the missile that launched all the thousands mm-hmm. of other, or actually hundreds of other little, you know, missiles that, you know. Blew up the mountain. Yeah, basically leveled Ta-da. the landscape. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, and it's, I feel like there's some clarification needed, and this is kind of in the realm of normal paranormal. Are we kind of. We're kind of falling off the paranormal a little bit. And a we're, little bit. We're, we're, but we're okay with it. We're expanding yeah. to, like... We're growing. Yeah, we're growing. Ten million strong and growing. You're an idiot. Unless it's a nuke, <laughs> then it's ten million strong and glowing, but... Okay. <laughs> glowing, yeah. yeah. But anyways, so a dirty bomb or, you know, a yep. nuke with, you know, radioactive fallout is optional. Yeah. We... Nobody ever hears that. Nobody's publicized that. And it's very... Not common knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at first, like, I have my little list here of notes, but it does radiate x-rays at first. And within 48 to 72 hours, most of the radiation is gone. Dude, when a nuclear bomb goes off, I mean, there are so many different types of radiation that comes off. Everything from gamma, I mean, you have tachyons that are flying off of it. Literally, at the pinpoint of, an, of a nuclear explosion, the moment that it detonates at that precise area, time actually almost reverses. For a split millisecond. It's wicked sketchy. Yeah. And the fact that we even have that technology and we haven't applied it to warp, warp drive right now is kind of annoying. Because <laughs> if Building we... Building a nuke? Uh, nuke? Nope. Nope. Time travel. <laughs> time travel, yes. But, I mean, let, let's go through a quick timeline. Let me use up most of my words. Go for it. Um, so, basically, immediately when they... So, first, let's back it up. Reverse. <laughs> <laughs> You have two types of attacks, basically. Mm-hmm. You have an air burst and a ground burst. Yep. Now, a ground burst, obviously, is where they hit the ground. You know, mm-hmm. done. And then you have an air burst, which is most common. It does the most damage and the most widespread damage. It, because of the fallout for radiation being spread for miles. Well, no, it's the shock wave. Oh, no, we're a not, lot of it's we're, radiation we're not spreads, even, too, in the We're wind. not even getting into the radiation part yet. Okay, okay, I'll let you go. Yeah, Dude. shut up. Nobody likes you. I don't care. Everybody likes you. Nobody likes me. <laughs> and I hate you. <laughs> so, see, you can't see everybody likes me because you hate me. Everything is awesome. Um, okay. No, so airburst is when they detonate it, like, at the optimum, you know, level in the atmosphere. Usually, you know, a few thousand feet above the ground. And mm-hmm. the shockwave goes out a lot further yes, because there's nothing time. slowing it down, you know, i.e., Buildings and mountains and crap. Mm-hmm. But so, boom, blows up. It instantly vaporizes, like becomes nothing. And then it gets hotter than 15 million degrees, hotter than the core of the sun. Yeah. And that bubble, that that emits, emits X-rays and comes out in a superheated air bubble. And immediately ignites anything flammable, mm-hmm. vaporizes people. Like that scene in Terminator 2 where, like, uh, Sarah Connor's having that dream. Yeah. Think that, except... Instantaneous. Yeah. When yeah. you snap into the microphone. But it burns flesh. And it can burn flesh. If it's a big one, it can burn you, even just superficially, 20 miles away. Oh, absolutely. You know, if it's a big one. Yeah. Now, there's different levels, and they had a map on there. I didn't feel like getting in and Yeah, there's different sized nukes and everything else <clears throat> for their explosive capacity. The the one, like, the biggest one ever done was, like, in 1961 by the Russians, and that was the SAR bomb. Now, the SAR bomb was... Second biggest. 
No, actually, the number one. We we detonated one bigger after that. 3,300 times bigger than Hiroshima. Yeah. Well, I mean, since then, we've kind of gone smaller because everybody likes micro. Yeah. Speaking of. Yeah. Speaking of. Speaking of. No. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's uh, a thing coming back. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We need an uncensored show. Um, <laughs> well, that blast expands at thousands, thousands of miles per hour, and it decreases as it expands, and this is just the first minute. You know, the first few seconds is the x-rays, whatever. The first minute, you know, mm-hmm. expands and thousands of miles an hour. Well, then after that, you know how they show that uh, big mushroom cloud? Yep. That is the hot gases rising. Yep. And then you have cool air rushing in mm-hmm. to replace it at hundreds of miles an hour. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you have basically what I can describe as, they call it a firestorm. But think of it as like the backdraft effect. It's the nuclear vacuum. Yeah. You have a vacuum, and then all of a sudden, poof, because you have crisp, cool, clean air in, and woof, you know, wind and fire. And they've done this and simulated this with um, several bombs in like World War II and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's why they were um, the thermobaric bomb. Yeah. Like the one they just used in Ukraine, uh, Russia did. It does the same thing. And that's why, like, they're calling for, like, war crimes and stuff because it's messed up. You're literally – it's almost like using napalm, except bad. Yeah, <laughs> I a mean, lot it, bigger. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, it's all bad, but, like, it's it's terrible. It's kind of screwed up. Well, and the thing that people have to understand, too, is when a nuclear warhead goes off – matter of fact, let's break it down to basics. Any bomb goes off. A lot of people think like when they see like a a landmine go off that is exploding and blowing everything upwards. Actually, that's not true. When a bomb goes off, it's 360 circumference when it explodes. Yeah. So it's a sphere. Yeah. So like you were saying, if it detonates in the air, it's going up, sideways, and Mm -hmm. down, all at this immense amount of speed. Plus, with all the heat pushing behind it. The one thing is that people don't realize it's not always the heat that does the most damage. No, it's the pressure. It's the pressure change whenever the shock wave comes through. So there was a, there was a part about this, and I'm just going to spit this from memory because I didn't feel like writing that down either because I'm lazy. <laughs> but so all the time around us, even right now, there's about 15 psi of pressure on us yes. coming from every direction. That's yep. why we don't fall over. Now this pops out. At you know one one hundredth of a psi, but it's going thousands of miles an hour, yeah. and fling, you know, just flings crap, yeah, you know, just yep. poof, and then you got to think about it. Then you have that suction, that vacuum mm-hmm. sucks you back into it. Mm-hmm. How cr- think of it? A hurricane, you know, we like hurricanes down here. One hundred forty-five miles an hour, cat, a solid Cat four, maybe Cat five, you know. Yeah. That's hardcore. That's blowing cars over. That's knocking trees down and but stuff like that. Imagine thing, two or three hundred. The crazy thing about that is, is why it does so much damage is the immense amount of speed mm-hmm. that it does this. Yeah. This all happens in a matter of seconds. This yeah. doesn't happen like you know over time. It makes this big boom and then it's blowing out, and then sucking in. You know. This no. is the first. This is within minute. Yeah, within first seconds minute. this happens. Yeah. Right? It's not. It's not. It's crazy. Yeah. Because prime example, you take a piece of metal and you bend it. It can bend, not break. Then you start bending it back the other way and keep doing this repetitively. It'll take a little while before the metal actually gets soft because of heat and gets soft, and then eventually it will break. 
Now, imagine taking that and bending it real fast one direction and back the other way really quick. Snaps right in half. Yeah. That's basically how this works. Um, matter of fact, if you take like a, a matter of fact, here's a prime example. Water mine. Underwater explosion. Ooh. Me, being a mineman from the Navy, trust me, this I do know what I'm talking about. Underwater explosion, when it explodes, the bomb goes off. It makes this humongous bubble under the water. It, as it's rising to the surface, it will collapse in on itself, expand, collapse in, expand all the way to the surface. What happens is it goes the, the pressure of the ship actually attracts it. So the explosion will the bubble will literally follow right underneath it and literally open all the water out from underneath the ship. It's literally free floating in the air. When it drops, it bends the ship upward end to end. Well, just like anything else with physics, something has to fill that space right back. What is it? Millions upon tons of water that yeah. come crashing back in. That now snaps the ship back the opposite direction and breaks it in half and then winds up sinking. Everything inside that ship becomes done. about an inch tall. Yeah, it's done. I mean, yeah. like, so when I was working offshore on the ROV boat, they uh, the ROV guys would uh, tie, like, uh, styrofoam cups mm-hmm. to the uh, little submersible. And when they were down there, they'd bring it back up. And, you know, a regular size cup, like the one in front of you, about, you know, four inches tall or whatever, mm-hmm. would come back maybe an inch tall. It was a little mini shot glass. <laughs> like, yep. we used to do that all the time. But that just goes to the pressure of water. Think of that, like, immediately. In the air. In the air. Yeah. And we're not even talking about, like, after effects. Like, so... You see, like, the Matrix, where they have these EMPs, and it's just, oh, this electric pulse or whatever, you know. Well, electromagnetic pulse, the first one we found was from a nuclear weapon. We, it was a side effect of it. Mm-hmm. And how the most effective way for us to do a nu- uh, EMP, nuclear pulse, that's a new weapon. <laughs> There's right a new there. weapon. There hey, sci-fi guys, do that. That's so cool. <laughs> nuclear pulse. I can see some Star Trek stuff. It's over called there. the Jesse. <laughs> yeah. I want the ship to be named the USS Jesse and shoot a nuclear pulse. That's dope. Yes, do that. Anyways, no, the uh, electromagnetic pulse, the most effective way for us to do that is detonate, detonate, declinate, <laughs> detonate a small nuclear weapon in yeah. the atmosphere and that spherical shockwave. Bloop. Yeah. The bad thing is, too, that when the EMP goes off, it's not just, you know, knocking out our power, you know, for like, Vehicles, electricity around you, computers, TVs, so on and so forth, runs off off electricity. No, it's anything with a small circuit or small wiring. It yeah, such as it together. pacemakers, <laughs> insulin pumps. Yeah, you know, all these all these different type of medical stuff that's inside people's bodies, they will stop instantaneously. They will just be done. Yep, yep, yep. So I mean, so look, just I'm not going to tell you how to survive a nuclear blast because you can't. <laughs> um, uh, well, actually, <laughs> it, it depends on how close you are to well, it. Well, no. If, yes, if, if you're, you're far, far enough, enough away, away yes. Yeah, you can always take shelter in a building, uh, there, which we I'll get into that later. I'll let yeah. you talk more about this stuff. Well, know. no, no, just preventing an EMP. They have different things like, what was the EMP shield? Sponsored by EMP shield. We're not sponsored. <laughs> sponsored by Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, EMP shield is like a device you can hook up to your car that's supposedly able to, like, mitigate that. But the most effective way is called a Faraday cage, mm-hmm. which is basically a fence, for lack yeah. of a better word, you know, built into like a building or whatever, 
or they have them in like little pouches now to like protect your gadgetry and mm-hmm. such and cars. I know a lot of rich people like do one around their house. Yep. And like A, it prevents cell signal, so that's awesome. But <laughs> and B, like if that happens, it just makes it go around it. It's like lightning strike in a car. Yeah. You know, it goes basically around the car. Anyways, carry on my wayward son. So, yeah, if you are far enough away to actually escape the actual, you know, explosion itself from a nuclear bomb, first thing you want to do is obviously find shelter. If you find shelter, try to find shelter in a concrete building. Do not go upstairs. You want to head towards either a basement of the building or to the lowest part of the building that you can find inside. You want to go to the main interior of the building. You don't want to be towards the walls. Like, you know, where there's windows and stuff like that. Go towards the interior part. Once you get inside that interior part, the first thing you need to start doing is showering. Shower everything off of you. Because all of that radiation that gets pumped off of that explosion spreads for miles in seconds. Yeah. So even if you're outside the blast zone and then get fried, you're going to probably have radiation Wasn't on there you. something in there about um, uh, taping up, like, the crevices on your door? Absolutely. Your tape up off, all the crevices. Tape up the vents. You want, to, you want to pretty much mark yourself free of the outside as much as you can. So, like, taping off the windows, taping off the door, you know, the door jams. You know, to make, Now, here's the thing, obviously. You're also cutting off air to that room, mm-hmm. okay? So if you're in a very, like, say it's a small bathroom, right, and you wind up taping off that you know, that, that part of the door around the door jam in order to keep anything else from outside coming in all the way that far. Here's the thing you have to think about. One, you realistically, since you are outside the blast zone, there are going to be people looking for you within a matter of like 48 hours. All right. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you at least stay in there for about 48 hours. Breathe lightly, stay close to the floor. All right. House plants, bro. Yes. House plants. Yeah, house plants will help, believe plants it or not. Plants create but, oxygen, bro. And, and the moment of, <laughs> in the moment of something like this uh, happening instantaneously, you probably don't have time to really go looking for the house plants. Bro, that makes so much sense now why, like, all the, uh, like, adults from the 80s had so many daggum house plants. We were, dude, we were prepared. Dude. We were good to go. For real. Yeah. Like, that makes so much, we thought, we all just thought that was dumb and kind of tacky or whatever, <laughs> but, like, there was a purpose. Like, yeah. You but, start thinking about all this stuff, and you realize how much purpose your, like, there parents was a little bit and grandparents. Stuff here and yeah. there. Yep. Also, too, make sure that you open up to your sink and the bathtub. Make sure that you pull out the, the you know, the part that keeps, you know, the water from going down. Pull that part out. All right. Pipes underground. You're not going to get anything radiation-wise from that. But what does it have inside it besides water? Oxygen. Extra little supply of oxygen in emergency if you need it. Nice. Not a lot, but a little bit. All right. So. The whole thing about, like, you know, filling up the bathtub and all that good stuff, mm-mm, don't worry about it. Just leave it be, <laughs> all right? I mean, in that situation, this is life and death and just keep you surviving for 48 hours because there will be people coming to look for you within 48 hours of that blast, all right? You want to take your clothing that you stripped off of you once you got into that, you know, into that bathroom. Matter of fact, you want to strip it off before you go into the bathroom or that center room, whatever room you're using, that center room. Make sure you strip that clothing off, leave that on the outside. But if you can, find a bag, bag it up, and leave it on the front doorstep where people can see that. They will know there are people in that home, all right? Once, like I said, this is a matter of seconds. You're running in, stripping off the clothing, leaving it packed outside by the front door. If there's a bag handy, like the kitchen's right there, grab a, you know, a grocery bag, something, whatever you can find. Put the clothes in it, leave it right there on, you know, at the front step of the door. 
Get into that center room as fast as you can. Hopefully, it's a bathroom, which most bathrooms typically are enclosed. They're all, you know, you don't see very many bathrooms, even the ones who have like a a master bath, you know, in a bedroom. Yep. It's still usually offset on its own, where it's yep. got a door closed and everything else. So it's it's kind of somewhat, you know, separated from the home. But either way, get in that bathroom, wash off best can. If it's a bathroom downstairs and it's a half bath, fine, just use a sink. You don't need the bathtub. Just make sure you wash everything you can in between your fingers, toes, the whole nine yards. Wash yourself off. Get that crap off of you. All right? The reason why you want to stay towards the lower portion of the house is because of the fact that radiation is going to be free-falling from the air. All right? The particulates. All that's going to be collecting up on all the roofs of all these houses, apartments, trees, everything around you, including the ground, obviously. If you can manage to make it within about 48 hours of not getting killed, that radiation does start going down. All right. And people think that like when the, the that radiation hits, it's there for like 5,000 years, and you're going to die the moment you walk out the door. Depends on the type of bomb. It depends on the type of bomb. Yeah. Exactly. But even if the high amounts of radiation is there on the ground, and somebody's coming to rescue you, trust you or trust me, those people are well prepared on how they're dressed and everything else to get you decontaminate you very quickly and get you in that vehicle to get you to safety. Mm-hmm. Trust me, you'll be all right. Yep. So that's something you can do in the middle of an emergency situation like that in order to survive a nuclear blast. Yeah. No, we're about preparation here. It's cool. Yeah. Well, like an earthquake, you know, because sometimes. Nope. 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 I don't know anything about earthquakes. I'll tell you right now, because sometimes when a nuclear <laughs> bomb goes off, if it's near a fault line, it can trigger an earthquake. If that was to happen and the ground shaking is breaking apart and it's going down. That's crazy. If you go inside the building. Go to, now. You're gonna go against the wall. Do you want to know why? Yes. Okay. I don't know anything about earthquakes. Tell me. If you try to get into the interior <laughs> of the building, what happens if the building collapses? You're you're smushed. done. Yeah. <laughs> you have a better chance of survival if you stay close to the wall when it collapses. Yeah. And not to mention the fact too, easier for rescuers to get to you instead of you being in the center of where the Ooh. building collapsed. Yes. So this is a you learned something new today. Yeah, if there's an no, earth, if there's an earthquake, forget the nuclear bomb because nuclear let's be for real. Nuclear bomb likelihood very very minuscule. I mean, let's be honest. It can happen, yes. I know we're going there because we're talking about it. It's it's possible. Well, but what the but the <clears> point <throat> I'm getting at, you're more likely to maybe be involved in an earthquake sometime in your life than you are a nuclear bomb, okay? So Potentially. If, yeah, all right. So if you happen to be in an area that there's a, a you know, the earthquake happens and you're trying to get inside the building or you're in the building, try to make it towards the last outer wall of that building and put your body flat on the ground up against it. Because the collapse is going to start collapsing inward, which will help you possibly survive. It's not a guarantee, but it's a possibility. But at least it does put you closer to the edge of the building for somebody to actually find you and rescue you. Yeah, no. But, I mean, the likelihood is kind of going up because uh, Putin be tripping, dog. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's just be real. I mean, and kind of the whole world's just kind of agreed that, you know, he's tripping except for maybe China just because they want Taiwan. I mean, if if something sketchy is going to happen with China right now and Taiwan, which, I mean – President already pretty much sounded like he wrote him off from the State of the Union and said, oh, yeah, we're going to start making uh, chips here in uh, America, which Taiwan is the greatest producer, the biggest producer of chips in the world. So, like, it sounds like he's kind of wrote him off. So Like, like Lay's and stuff like that? No, or? like chi- – I'm kidding. Computer chips. I know. Okay. Ooh, you're lucky I can't cuss right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if something sketchy is going to happen with Taiwan – China's kind of watching the situation and see how we're 
doing with Putin for them to do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know Dude, the nuances it, of it, and I'm not going to pretend to. But here's the thing: anytime any country has any conflict with anybody, every other country is watching, and it's not for the fact of them going. I wonder what's going to happen. Like we are not the reality, like you know, Jersey Shore of you know the 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 world. No, that's Australia. Yeah, what it is, they just want to know how do they react. How are they reacting to this situation? Well, that and, situation. And it's a, They're it's, learning. That's what they do. It's a show. Every of, country does it. We do it too. Your potential, your strength, your yeah. weaknesses, and I'm not going to speak to that because it's unnecessary. But like that's something that you know we have to keep in mind, you know, or at least you know politicians and stuff got to keep in mind. Okay. Oh God, here we go. He stood up, people. You I'm can't see it. Standing He's, up. Stood up, he's stretching. I'm going to be getting here on my box, and I'm going to be talking to you people about some truth. All right, truth. here's the deal. All right, the likelihood of a nuclear war breaking out in all actuality is extremely, extremely small. The reason for being is because it's like a headbutt. Nobody wins. All right, you launch a nuke, trust me, <clears throat> we do it in Russia, they got automatic retaliatory. We have the same. So does many other countries. All right. There are thousands, literally thousands of nukes on this planet with every country. The U.S. alone has thousands of nukes. That's not an over-exaggeration. That is a fact. No, you're absolutely thousands. right. Thousands. We have enough firepower just with our country alone. Yeah, to destroy the basically the solar system. Well, to wipe every man, woman, and child off this planet 13 times over. Yeah. Now, probably 15. So That's 8 billion people. But, hold on, I'll get to my point here. Yeah, you're going to mutually assured destruction and... No, not necessarily. Explode. It's not necessarily. It's not about mutual destruction. Everybody automatically thinks that. It's not that. Come on with it, then. The problem is, once you fire that nuke, you just became the bad guy of the world. You really did. Alright? Even if the country provoked you, and you finally were like, I've had enough, poof, and you launch. You become the bad guy of the world. It's not just about the war that happened. It's not just about the bomb that got dropped that took, you know, countless lives. It's the fallout that's going to happen after that. And I don't mean nuclear. All right. You will be viewed as a bad guy for <laughs> ever and ever. Amen. Trust me. Happened with America once already. All right. We know how it works. The other reason for being is now let's say that you do multitudes of nukes to launch on another country. You're talking like really going from some serious hardcore damage. You, you think that's not going to affect the environment too when you launch that many nukes? You might just be going after a couple of pinpoint areas you're wanting to hit in order to wipe off, you know, their strategic commands and everything else, you know, the, 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 main, the main hubs you want to get rid of. The fallout from that much firepower hitting, global. It ain't just going to be. It ain't going to be just to that one nation. It's going to be global. Well, see. All right. Now go ahead. Now you're talking about you know the whole fallacy where ICBMs launching in the air, yada yada, and to an extent, yes. But just observing what's going on here because we're not aligned with Ukraine. Yep. They're not part of NATO. And the only way NATO is going to get involved is maybe if there's a nuke, maybe not, because who knows? Dudes be doing sketchy stuff right now. Now, with these smaller 
tactical or mortars, mm-hmm. they can do minimal damage, and fallout is optional. Yes. Problem being, once you start using that weapon, you once again still become you're, the bad guy of the planet. You're you're looking at it as like a game of spades. No, I'm not. Yeah, I because once, once you use a spade, everybody can use spades after that. And it's, it's what, I don't, I don't, I don't, no, go ahead. I don't agree. I, I, I just flat no, out. No, you don't have to agree. Like, that's I, the great I, thing I, about this country. Yeah, and that's the great thing about us. Yep, I'm but, watching my news like, now. <laughs> 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 that's, I don't know, 100%, I'm not 100% convinced that the U.S. would do anything if, let's say, in this situation, Vladimir Putin nuked part of Ukraine. Like okay. if he if he got Let's desperate go if he got desperate and because you know the general consensus even in Russia is that the the onslaught is stalling out and he's having trouble motivating people and that's why he's coming yeah. out doing speeches and rallies and cutting off media and communications in country because oh absolutely yeah he, he's, it's called being a dictator yeah it's not doing well and I don't know why they call him a president which just he's I, a dictator plain <laughs> and simple I hope it's not foreshadowing anyways <laughs> <laughs> but but you bring up a very valid point and I do want to say I agree with you on that if they were to attack Ukraine in that style. No, I do not think the U.S. would. I want to clarify. No, I do not think U.S. would fire. I'm talking about if they attacked us. No, if they attacked us, all hell is going to break loose. Yeah. SHTF, yeah. bye. They're You're done. done. Yeah. Game over. Because I don't care how, like, everybody everybody likes to say Joe Biden's weak. I don't care how weak dude is. There's a hundred con- – uh, a bunch of congressmen, a bunch of people in this country be like, let's do it right now. You saw 9-11. Yeah. That was the last time an attack happened on our soul. Yeah. Allegedly. And <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. And everybody got pissed. Well, look Wicked what happened with pissed. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Pearl no. Harbor got attacked. What did we do? We dropped the bomb. Yeah. We we yeah. were developing this for the Nazis, and we dropped it on the Japanese. Yeah, and I'm not saying that as like, <laughs> hey, that's a cool thing. No, I'm just no. saying that it, it's that kind of conflict. It's, it's that yeah. peace through power yeah. that I feel like is a thing – just to get slightly political, that Russia is trying to project mm-hmm. and that America is kind of losing. You know what I mean? And it's kind of a battle of two different wills here yeah. because peace through strength versus peace through peace, whatever, whatever, whatever yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, like, nobody knows exactly – ask anybody. Nobody knows what we're doing yeah. exactly. I mean, we're just trying to make peace and trying to, you know, do the right thing and make the world a better place, but we have no idea what we're actually doing. Yeah. And when on the other side there, they're very – it's a very nas- nationalist regime mm-hmm. and very dictatorial. But on the other hand, he's also very independent, yeah. like switching over his oil exports to – taking the ruble instead of U.S. dollars or the petrodollar. It's much better to be a warrior in a garden. Than a gardener in a war. There you go. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. And, look, I'm not against peace. And I'm not for war. You know me. I'm for my military. I'm all about if it needs to happen, then it needs to happen. Plain yeah. and simple. I, I'm I'm good with retaliatory action. Yeah. And I'm good on having the arsenal needed to uh, 
kick some butt when needed. Yep. Be a monster. Just learn how to control it. Exactly. Yeah. And that that that's that's where I stand on it. And everybody can disagree with me. It it is what it is. You're yeah. entitled to your opinion. Everybody is. Yeah. It yeah. is what it is. But I do not think if someone used a tactical nuke anywhere in the world that the U.S. No would retaliate against them no. for using no, 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 it no, no, on no. somebody else. Now, if they I, hit us, No, no, done. no. If they drop tactical nukes, I can tell you what would happen. What's going to wind up happening is NATO will get involved at that point in time. There will be so many, oh, my God, uh, so many sanctions and everything else that would happen against that country immediately. And we're not even within 24 hours. They would be cutting off every single supply they have, from the, everything from food chain supplies to the the whole thing with uh God why am I brain locking up all of a sudden uh to financial every they would lock everything down on that country yeah they would do that but yeah. you also got to think about it and this is what um they just slipped up and said and it's going to start a panic that it works both ways yeah. so we sanction Russia Russia is attacking Ukraine Ukraine is one of the biggest exporters of wheat and grains, and they're called the breadbasket of Europe. Mm-hmm. Russia provides a ton of oil to everybody. Everybody. Like, yep. the EU has been super dependent on their oil mm-hmm. for so long that, like, they just cut a deal to get liquid nitrogen gas in the EU, but it, it's still yeah. it's sketchy now. Well, like, the thing but that- everybody's feeling the hurt of this, and... Honestly, if we're going to, like, hit them, let's just hit them. Let's get it over with. <laughs> and honestly, it, yeah. Here's the thing about, you know, someone who is a dictator. They don't care about their own people. What makes you think that they care about you throwing sanctions on them? They don't. And let's be real. He at the end of the day, they don't care. Dude's going to die soon. They're, and, yeah, it's a rumor going around that Putin's going to die soon, whatever, blah, 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 you know, that he's dying. That's why he's doing this now. Hillary? Putin. No, I mean, like, was Hillary involved, like the Clintons? Oh, or, shut up. Or, was he suicided? <laughs> no, he's still breathing. Okay. Um, but, no, it, it, it's it's been a thing, and, you know, he's old, older. Mm-hmm. He's, like, in his mid-70s or something like that. So he's getting up there in age. He's getting to the point where he's not going to be able to stay in power for much longer. No. You know, it, it's not, like... I don't know if he has a little Kim Jong-un son running around there or something but like to yeah. take his place, but he's not going to be in power much longer. And his whole lifetime, it was the fall of the Soviet Union, and then what? You know, cheating the Olympics? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, that's no. basically it. And, yeah. and annexing Crimea. He has nothing to solidify his name in history, and that's why he's doing it now. It wouldn't surprise me, yeah. And that's why I don't think nukes are off the table. Yeah. Because if he gets desperate enough to make his name for himself, yeah, and and trying to establish the new Russian Empire, you take anybody <clears throat> and put them in power, give them the ego behind it. They never want to let it go. Yeah. And what happens with people like that when you have them? They're that self-absorbed and that much into themselves. They go crazy when they start losing everything. <laughs> Like and it's true. It's true. <laughs> like TikTokers. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They start losing everything. They they get desperate. And like you said, desperate people are dangerous people because yeah. they don't care. Well, you're dealing with not just, you know, a dictator, but narcissism and yeah. psychopathy. Exactly. You know, and it's it's something that cannot be controlled because if a narcissist doesn't get their the attention they want, mm-hmm. 
They will do anything. It's like that crazy ex-girlfriend. She will blow up your phone and call you 50 times and be like, where are you? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I broke up with you. What you care about? You know, yeah. she will show up on your doorstep. <laughs> she will climb in your trunk of your car. You know, I, I'm a door guy. I know. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah. I been there, done that, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, you know what? Like, There's crazy stalker men, boyfriends, too. So oh, absolutely. We're, yeah, it, we're, it we're not trying to be sexist here. It happens on both sides. So there, I don't want to hear anybody complaining. Yeah, but, no, I, I've done some crazy stuff. I get a little bit of crazy in me. That's why it works. You know what they say about crazy guys? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. <laughs> and then a psychopath, you know, someone that is so – this is the problem people have with people who have been in power too long. They develop this complex to where they're so detached from society and from everybody else. That is so, so true. So true. They see the world in a totally different light. Yes. That is not real. Yeah. And, and that's, that's absolutely true. That leads to psychopathy. I'll and that leads example. to them doing crazy stuff. Think about this. Think about all the famous people. All right. Let, let's forget about p- politics for a moment. Think about all the like childhood stars who grew up and wound up getting into drugs and everything else, mm-hmm. you know, destroyed their lives and all that. Why? Because nobody stopped them. They were going to parties. I'll give you Corey Haim. All right. Going to parties like at 12 years old, Drew Barrymore, another one, smoking pot, everything else. And I'm not saying like weed's all bad. No, it's not. I don't want to hear that crap either. I'm just saying, but they were in a party atmosphere where people were doing cocaine, the whole nine yards around all these adults. Nobody stopped them because they lived in their own little bubble. Yeah. Luckily, she got out of it and learned well and became very healthy. You know? Yeah. Corey Haim, not so much. He died. Drug overdose. I mean, and. You know, and a lot, and countless others. And when you're a dictator like that. Let's say Kim Jong, Kim, whatever, Un, yeah. North Korea, that guy. <laughs> I mean, they've literally made up damn near a religion around this guy. And what, yeah. was, what was that movie? Um, uh, Seth Rogen. The invest, uh, the interview. Yeah, yeah, that right there. And they, he hated that movie because it totally disrupted his bubble and made fun of him. Yeah, absolutely. And broke him out of the. He banned it because. He's in this bubble, and he is in control. And <laughs> when they don't have that control and they don't get what they want, they will react in yes. the worst possible way. And the part about that is that, that people fail to realize when you have a person who is in power, and this is politics in general, who have been in there for a very long time, <clears throat> it's not that they don't see the reality of the world. That's a part of it, yes. The bigger part of it is you're surrounded by yes-men. Because you are so powerful, mm-hmm. they are wanting to do anything and everything they can to be next to you yep. to be able to get their little taste of power as well. And so you are continuously bombarded by yes people. It's a right? cult. Yeah, it's it literally is. It's a, a cult. cult. Yeah. You know, and that's what you get when you know powerful people have been in power too long. They yeah. develop a cult around themselves no matter where they're at. Look at Batman. They are. Everybody wanted to be his best friend. Oh, my God. Shut up. I'm just saying. Everybody wanted to be Batman's best friend. Yeah, Who doesn't? I'm, I'm so sick of hearing Batman. Actually, I heard the new Batman movie sucked. Dude, I heard it was really good. It's a 50-50 split. Oh I've been hearing really, really good, it, it, really, really bad. So it's, it's it's Star Wars sequel all over again. Jesus, yeah. Lord help me. I'm just going to have to watch it and make my own determination. But I will take it at this. A good friend of mine who knows my taste in movies and everything else said, you'll love it. It's really good. Okay. Well, so I, I, I'm willing to give it a shot. When, when you watch it, let me know. I, okay. But anyways, back to nukes. 
Yeah. Because we done went like from nukes to geopolitical and like the cause of what could happen with nukes and yada yada yada. I don't know why we're talking about this. And I don't just, know. When have we ever stayed on track? Never. <laughs> I was gonna say I can't even think of one show. <laughs> Um, there we was are a, the train that will derail there was every literally time. The, the show that I did by myself about prepping, I stayed on track the whole show. It's and your that, fault. You are to blame. <laughs> like, like the old storybook, the little train that could, ours is the little train that would. <laughs> that would, but yeah. ain't. No. <laughs> we would have, but, you know. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but anyways, yeah, no, I mean, if look, we need to talk about hypersonic missiles. Great segue. <laughs> because Russia has them. China has them. And they can put warheads on them. Yeah. And the U.S., as far as the information from the .gov websites that I've gone to, mm-hmm. um, I don't have the URL at the top of my head there. But uh, we don't have a defense and will not have a defense until 2023. Oh, perfect. So if they shoot one of those, basically so – Instead of like an ICBM going yeah. on the upper atmosphere, it can go in the lower atmosphere, like at a few thousand feet, just above like you know houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Fly under the radar, and we won't be able to detect it until it's like, you know, <laughs> you're there. <laughs> so I mean, it, it, it's super sketchy, and they're moving at like Mach six or something like that, ridiculously fast. That's the reason why. And they've already used them in Ukraine, just not nuclearized. That's why we have all those space laser satellites up in space. We keep launching all these satellites. Everybody thinks it's communication. Nope. It's a bunch of laser satellites, I'm I'm telling you. I think that they're up to some shady stuff and never told us. Well, there was Project Star Wars that they were talking about (laughs) in, like, the 80s or something. I knew you were going to bring that up when I said that. (laughs) There was no confirmation of that. Hell, even the Iron Dome over in Israel, um, excuse me, had, like, some holes in it when um, whoever shot at him. What was it, Iran or something? Syria? Mm -hmm. Iran. Whoever. Some, yeah. Everybody's always, always shooting at them, so it's hard to keep up. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it, it's stupid. Yeah. But, like, they even took some missile fire with their Iron iron Dome, which that thing is damn near impenetrable. It, it's strong. It's wicked strong. You know, it's mm-hmm. props, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I ain't got no sense left. It's gone. I don't think any of us do. <laughs> this this world has been flipped upside down, spun around, tossed into a dryer, redried twice. I mean, the, the, the whole world's fried right we now. We went from talking about ghosts and transdimensional Bigfoot to nukes. Hypersonic missiles and stuff. <laughs> hey, but it's kind of a cool, like... But it goes into the paranormal because it's going to make a whole bunch of ghosts. Shut up. There you go. Got to got to got to look at it that way. Um, what if we rip open time dimensions because of all the nukes we launch? Now that is a possibility. I mean, if the uh, LHC, yeah, large large hadron collider, yeah, that's a mouthful. LHC, like supposedly, like messed with the space time continuum, and we got COVID. Like, <laughs> what are nukes gonna do? <laughs> Thanks, Flash. <laughs> I mean, the eighties were kind of well. The, what, the 50s, 60s, and 70s, you know, you had, like, mm-hmm. LSD and stuff. Like, that was from two nukes <laughs> and us testing stuff. What are we going to do with hypersonic nukes? <laughs> it's like when, I remember, like, when, like, tw- you know, uh, they had the whole thing with the 
first COVID came out, then remember the the, the murder hornets? Yeah, and murder all that? hornets. And I remember somebody posted a meme of Barry Allen from The Flash from the TV series because he went back and went to try to <laughs> rescue his mom everything. and caused up the, yeah. the time paradox. And they're like, thanks, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, somebody was... Uh, all because a guy's got mommy issues. <laughs> we all got to die. Oh, God. Yeah. You just made some girls fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but... uh. Dude, there was literally a TikTok very similar, and they brought mm. up murder hornets because they were going through a list of reasons not to stay in Florida. <laughs> they got parachuting spiders coming. Oh my god, dude! So they are the airborne of spiders. <laughs> I want to be an airborne ranger. <coughs> I can't breathe anymore. <laughs> <coughs> I'm gonna die. Oh, you're gonna kill me. <sighs> I mean, we went from literally from COVID. To murder so hornets, hornets, to parachuting, to parachuting spiders. spiders. I don't even... Dude, I can't even venture a guess of what would come next. Like, literally, I can't. Nothing makes sense anymore. Nothing. All right? I mean, they're using psychedelics to treat PTSD now. Well, that's been kind of worked on. No, it's, and, it's mainstream now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it, it works. It does yeah, work. So, yeah. I mean, there's that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go... <laughs> Off the rail. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring in parachuting spiders, right? This is God right now figuring out how he's going to mess up the entire planet. All right, got an idea. I'm going to send this disease down there to wipe out half the people. But then after that, here's what we're going to do. We're saying we're going to send in some hornets. Uh, Lord, the hornets aren't that bad. They murder people. Okay, step it up. So now after that, we got a couple of little spiders, right? We're going to drop them off too. Well, what's the big deal about that? They parachute. My God, what have you been doing? <laughs> so, I mean, God has finally stepped back from the podium and is doing acid. That's what's going on in the world. No, no the universe, not so much. I'm That's telling blasphemy. you. Um, <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. I mean, when you see the wrath, it, it, it'll be wrath. Dude, the last time he touched weed, he made the aardvark. All right, so there you go. Yeah, well, now you sound more like Robin Williams and Chance Hancock, so... Uh, I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you. Uh, God's up there with this big wheel just spinning it, going, let's see what happens next. No, <laughs> uh, no. It's written. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> and next will probably be a space plague. That'll be next. Well, they're talking about, so did you hear that um, the whole, there's this new variant of bird flu that's like going through chicken populations, and they're literally going around the UK and some parts of America now. Testing people's chickens with that PCR test that they run up to like 55 <laughs> times to make sure it has a false positive. I, I want to see him grab it by the neck and try to shove it up his nostril. That, that's entertainment. Oh, dude. It, it's, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. The thought that went through my head, I can't say on radio. <laughs> that brings a whole new meaning to choke your chicken. Oh, so, God. You just to try and shove that up their nose. Okay, we can say that. <laughs> yeah, he was choking a chicken and putting anything up his nose. Yeah, no. Um, Couldn't breathe. But apparently there's a mass culling of chickens now to where, like, and you can't. So we're all going to die because of KFC. And there's, Way like, propagandized things where, like, you can't have your own chickens mm-hmm. because they may have bird flu. Now I got several fir- friends that, ha- you know, have chickens Question. and stuff. If they got a flu, don't they all have bird flu? Yeah. Man. And it, if it's hopping from chickens to humans, okay, you got it anyway if you get... get I don't know. All right, guys. For all of you out there who are listening to our show right now, for one more safety lesson, 
please, by all means, please do not make out with your chickens. All right? We don't need the bird flu getting spread around and having one more thing to lock everybody down. We don't need it. All yeah. right? We've already got parachuting spiders. We're good. Let's not go dude, further into dude, it. It's, I, I'm not buying it. Cause, I mean, it's, no, it's real. Yeah, it's real, but I don't think it's going to be as widespread as it was. I mean, remember how we were talking about the PCR test before? They were running it up too high, um, doing like too many rotations or whatever. When yeah. They were, yeah. Well, look down the Everglades. We have wild pythons. That'd be next. Oh my God! Anaconda's real. Anaconda's real. Anaconda's real. <laughs> it was. We just, may have just figured out the new step or the or the next step on the apocalypse bingo board. Oh God! It's going to be death by Dude, anaconda. We legitimately need to do an apocalypse bingo board. We need to just come up with random stuff, put it on there, let people call it. We need to already just put the stuff that's already happened on there and then, yeah. like, add the stuff we're talking about here and there and, like, I don't know, do, like, ten feel, rows. You know, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I feel sorry for anybody who dies of anything normal right now. I do. Now, granted, I feel sorry for anybody, obviously, who dies. But put it this way, okay? You and I, all right, we've grown up rough growing up in our lives. We both know that, our personal lives, all right? Yeah. Me, military and everything else after that. You, working out in oil rig refineries. Not a safe job, okay? <laughs> so, both of us. Paid good. There you go. <laughs> both, both, both of us. Rough lives, all right? Then we had, like, you know, like for me, growing up in the 80s, too, I had to worry about the, the big the big red war back then, you know? Um, now I'm not talking about your wife on you know, that part of the month when she's angry. Oh, my God. Red about, Dawn has come full circle. There you go. All right, so I survived all that, all right? Then we had the possible zombie apocalypse that everybody thought would break out survive that then came along the bird flu swine flu you name it right yeah covid you know murder hornets you know the parachuting spiders and all that i walk out in this building right now get in my car drive on the corner and i get hit by a car and it explodes and i die knock on wood knock, knock on wood, wood knock, knock on wood it doesn't happen but if it happened i would literally be when i got to heaven i would be like really <laughs> <laughs> All of that crap that happened, and that's how you let me go. Really? Well, what was that? Your your big heroic story where you rescued somebody from a car and you like got stuck in there for a second because the flames engulfed oh, you. Oh, like, yeah, years really? ago. This years is ago. how I go down. <laughs> yeah, years ago, the car was engulfed in flames. I climbed inside to check on the person because uh, the, the other guys had you know the fire extinguisher stuff had got the flames somewhat beat down at the time. I got in the vehicle and it reignited everything because it was filled with gasoline all around the vehicle and it reignited again while I was still in the car. And I literally stopped and paused for a second. This is one of the most surreal moments in my entire life. I, yes, everybody worries about dying, but I really just stopped and I swear to God, and I'm not exaggerating or lying at all. I look straight up and I'm like, really? This is how I go? <laughs> everything I've been through and this is how I go. Really? <laughs> Uh, my friend, James Hawkeye, everybody. <laughs> I have issues, I know, but uh, still, I like it. Yeah, I can deal with it. Yeah, it makes me fun. But anyways, so basic rundown: survive the nuclear apocalypse, be away from somewhere that may get nuked, like you know, McDill, um, yeah. Mount Weather. Yeah, and we're BC, not giving away secrets. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of yeah, common yeah, knowledge. It's common. If we know it, they know it. Exactly. It, 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 it is. You know, yeah. I mean. Hell, we can't even do anything anymore without it being on the news. You know, we go and uh, we go like bomb something. Or oh, something. you go and invade a country, and there's a news team waiting for you. Yeah, it's like, oh, we knew you were here. Oh, They're, here they come! Here they come! Shh, hold on, here they come! We're gonna film them now. There they are, coming onto the beach. Yeah, it's all like they have stage lights set up and everything. <laughs> like, yeah. there's so many leaks in the in the like 
organizations, the CIA. Well, I'll tell you what, if I was doing an operation and I showed up and you got cameras and lights on me, friendly fire, my bad. I tripped and my gun went off. <laughs> I thought it was a flashbang. <laughs> I'm so light, I thought it was a muzzle flash. Didn't know they were taking a picture for the TikTok. It's the UFOs. <laughs> they were trying to take an Instagram pic and I didn't know it. Saw the flash, thought it was a muzzle flash. Shot them. My bad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, now, uh, I'm lost. Man, I have probably made so many people angry today, but I don't care. Yeah. It, I, I'm, just, I'm burned out and I've had enough. Yeah, we've we've both had kind of a, a rough a rough week. Half decade. Half decade, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds even better. I mean, yeah. we were just talking about it earlier. I mean, like, you were basically homeless on the street and, yeah. you know, and now, you know, here we are, you know, we're doing some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Now we're homeless in a studio. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Homeless in the studio, sleeping under a desk. Thank you, Val Silver, for letting us stay here. <laughs> we are kidding. We, we don't live here. But yet. 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 <laughs> Wait till the gas prices keep going up. Yeah, my boss listens yeah. to some fire. Can't drive to the studio anymore. I got to just stay here. Yeah, right? <laughs> Get a rowboat. <gasps> we wind up going 24-7 with our show. Pirate radio, baby. Pirate radio. Uh, Are you listening? I don't know. I I don't know if I could do radio for a full day. For a full day? Yeah, I don't know if I could. You could do it. For 24 hours, I don't think I can sit here. What, talk straight for 24 hours? Yeah. Think about hanging out with your buddies. Okay, let me rephrase this. If it was uncensored. If it was uncensored. Yeah. I was just going to yeah. say, if it was uncensored, I mean, we could. There would be like yes, F-bombs we could do and S-bombs. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. There would be more bombs than the nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, we would be the apocalypse of radio. Yeah. yeah no, the, 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 the fines would, would be racked up until like the tens of millions, if not trillions. It would look like a COVID relief bill. <laughs> they would literally be sitting there on the other end going, Are anybody going to stop them? <laughs> We got a 35, 35, do we hear 45, 45, 55, 55, 55, we got a 60,000. So, uh, but yeah, man, um, no, I, I, I think we could do it. I think we could definitely do a podcast for 24 hours straight, uncensored. There better be a whole heck of a lot of caffeine, bro. We, you know what? We got to do it. I have all the equipment to do a podcast show. Let's do a live podcast. Let's do a live I podcast time for, that, for a full 24 hours. I, I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. I need that. We need to, whoever does the sound effects on here needs to download that sound effect. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. I need that. Not today, Satan. We need that one, too. Yeah. For real. For real, for real. I thought that about my dog earlier. What happened to your dog? Oh, because he walked right in front of me when I, like, I had my back to him at first, right? Mm-hmm. And I was getting something in the kitchen, and he did one of those, like, walk up behind me and see what's going on, <clears throat> right? And you know how big Buffett is. He's, like, right at about the, the knee level, right? So as I turn, my knee was, like, right against him, but I'm already turning with that momentum. And I tried to stop because I don't want to hurt my dog, obviously. So I kind of hopped on, like, one foot, and I, sl- and I slid a little bit, but landed perfect. Didn't fall. Fair enough. And I literally looked at him, and I'm like, not today, Satan. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Tried to take me out, but nope. All right, bud. Well, we need to uh, start wrapping this up. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, Hopefully you have a Ooh. happy and safe weekend. What Next weekend. Got? Next weekend, our guest oh coming goodness, on. Next yes. weekend, our guest coming on is going to be Jordan Soto. Uh, she is a host of the Space Channel Network, and uh, she's an actress, model, and host of the Space Channel Network. And she'll be coming on. We're going to be talking about aliens and all kinds of fun stuff. Getting yeah. back to some paranormal stuff. Yes, that is super exciting. Anyways, yeah. have a good weekend, folks. Bye, um, y'all. We'll see you. Next week.